This is CliffCentral.com. Yes, 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 yes. This is your boy, Spokuzi. Welcome to CliffCentral.com. This is the Unplugged and In Charge radio show. It is an honor, a real big, big, big honor to be with you guys again today and have the opportunity to give you a firepower show that I have prepared for you because we're going to have some really, really great people in the show and to talk about really great stuff. And there are a lot of interesting things that are happening in and around us that we do want to get updated and to hear. Um, and we're all about that just to give you something that the young people out there that are doing that is extraordinary, things that you can maybe find inspiring, maybe some of the things that you didn't know and that you want to know more information, this is the right show for you, the Unplugged and In Charge radio show. You can tune in via the Cliff Central app or www.cliffcentral.com. And thank you so much to everybody that is tuned in right now. Thank you to everybody that tweeted, that retweeted. Thank you everybody that paid attention to all the posts. Because yeah, we're going to have a super awesome show. Show. This is your boy Smokuzi. I am at Smokuzi on social media. That is Twitter. And I am uh, at Smokuzi on Instagram. You can follow me. You can tag me. Anything that you want to know. Um, maybe you want to ask a question. There's something that you hear on the show. You want to find out something a little bit more about the guests on the show. You can tag me and I'm going to make sure and certainly make sure that it's going to be announced on, on the show and you're going to get your answer. But yeah, I've had an awesome, awesome week. A lot of events, a lot of things that are happening. Very busy. And I'm very excited. You know when you get busy and you, you feel like you're on, a, you're on that momentum because sometimes you feel so down and you feel so um, lagged behind or you feel a little bit, you know, um, tired because, you know, we do so many things at the same time and you end up, you know, having your head all over the show. Um, but yeah, I mean, I'm, I'm, I'm hanging on there and I'm actually very, very excited because there's a lot of new things that are happening in my life. I'm not going to announce certain things because I believe that you don't talk about uh, some things that you are working on before they actually happen. Do not announce things. Before they have been confirmed Because you might jinx yourself And you don't know who is jealous over you Because you know when people are jealous over you Things certain, you know somehow they just go wrong Not that you believe in the bad luck But hey, it's it's part of reality But yeah, I'm excited I've been a, a, had a very great privilege to also join A couple of other colleagues within the broadcasting field um, You know, we shared some time We went to uh, win and around Santon uh, we spent some time at Monte Casino, you know, to mingle, just to get to know each other some more and to find out more what is it that they're doing on their platforms and to just share some knowledge. And I was really, really privileged to be among some of the people that are legends within the broadcasting fraternity, not only or not only online, but also within the commercial space of, of radio. Um, you know, I got to learn a lot and to chat with the guys, to hear what they're up to. There's a lot of beautiful things that South Africa is still going to hear in the future. And yeah, man, I was so excited. I learned a lot. And you know it's always good to make sure that you humble yourself And you learn from those that are ahead of you You listen and you humble yourself You listen, you listen, you listen, you listen Extra, extra hard Especially when you want to move to the next level But yeah, I had a very awesome time We had a nice treatment We went to sleep in a nice hotel You know man, everything was just first class and A class And yeah, that's a beautiful thing Those are some of the things that have been happening in my life And also I've been busy here and there I released my first, um, you know, October Go Mix So if you want to hear a little bit of, of that you can actually go into my soundcloud and check it out right there it's at smokuzi dj smokuzi on soundcloud and also i released a data file host you're actually going to see it i did pin it on my twitter handle 
Um, um, yeah, if you go into my timeline, you will see the link that goes to my October Go Mix. Trust me, it is fire. And the response from people, I'm really, really thankful. I'm thankful for everybody that is actually following me and is paying attention to the work that I do. It's really, really humbling and it shows me that I'm going the right direction. And it's always good to see the response from people. People are loving it. And yeah, man, if you haven't downloaded it, if you haven't heard it, you better go and get it right now because the Go Mix, trust me, it's going to set you well for December because we, we're going closer to that time. But yeah, some of the things that are happening in and around us, something that I just want to share before we go into the interviews, into our guests. Uh, one of our guests is on his way. He's just a little bit late. His name is DJ Venom. He is coming. He's coming. I'm really excited to be with him uh, today on the show. But yeah, some of the things that are really, really have hit the news and we've seen the trend is um, the whole story of Cheryl Zondi. Um, you know, the lady that was um, in court that, uh, you know, she, 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 she faced a very tough time being questioned by the, by the lawyer, you know, to the point that the lawyer began to make her feel like she's actually talking a whole lot of nonsense and she's making up a story. But thanks to her that she stood her ground and she showed that being a woman, you have to be in Bogota and live up to that name. And she really set a good example to everybody that, look, do not be intimidated. No matter what it is, I mean, the, the whole case was televised on TV, but she just had that heart to know. She say, you know what? I don't care how many years you went to school to get that law, law degree. I don't care how many cases that you've, you've had in the past, no matter how tough they have been. But I'm going to stand my ground and tell you that, yo, what I'm telling you right now, it is the truth. And it's just unfortunate. I mean, uh, South Africa's, um, judiciary, sometimes it doesn't favor the victims and it makes them feel like, you know what, you don't know what it is. And sometimes some people actually lose their, their stories and, and, and they, they really sound as if they're not legit because they get so scared that the, the lawyers put them in a position that um you know it makes them feel like you know what i don't know what i'm doing right here i came to report the crime but you know what i'm not sure actually but yeah there were some of the things but we're really proud as a, as a nation to have uh to have seen cheryl zondi to stand her ground and a lot of women have been motivated we've heard a lot of sad stories throughout the year about rape and it's a bad thing it's really really a bad thing it's just so sad that some of the few men that do these things they make us look bad and you know what it's one of the things that again um we can take a big big lesson from cheryl zondi's story and to all the women out there if you are being abused do not be afraid to go out there and to speak your mind to speak about the things that are happening in your life because um, every person that is uh, doing the crime towards another deserves to be in jail and to be persecuted. But yeah, that is a little bit of something that has been happening throughout this week. It was something that is really trending on Twitter, on social media. Everybody, even in the news, on television, everybody was talking about it. So I just thought that I should share it, something that is interesting because she's a young lady and um, she's very motivated because, I mean, her her being in that courtroom and to face those judges or to face that lawyer that person uh, that threw questions at her it takes a lot of guts and thank you to her to show a great big example to be in Bogoto a rock as she as they say they said she never died she multiplied that's the famous words of the late Mama Winnie Matigisela Mandela um you know people just coined that saying just to make sure that people stay motivated <coughs> Excuse me. But yeah, man, um, we're going to go straight into it. I've got a beautiful lady in studio and she's the recent winner of the MTV based VJ search. And I can tell you she's beautiful. She's uh, single, but not available <laughs> just to make sure that she's safe. 
on that side. But yeah, that's her name is Ndando. Ndando Se, and she's with me in studio. I'm looking forward to be hearing her story. She's going to be sharing something that is beautiful, her journey within the competition. And she's going to be sharing some of the things um, that, you know, were frightening, some of the nervous moments, some of the challenging moments, some of the people that were hating, but she had to stand her ground and to be strong. And yeah, you, you better too, you better stay tuned in because you, she's not going anywhere. But yeah, Dando said, can you hear me? How are you doing? I'm okay. Oh, just being here is just taking me back to the competition and the challenge that we had to do the radio interview. Oh, yeah, yeah, it's taking me way back. Mm-hmm. <laughs> yeah. All right. How are you feeling? Whew, I'm feeling great. I'm feeling excited. I feel like I'm I'm overwhelmed by my emotions. You know, I, I'm anxious about the future. Um, I just cannot wait to assume my duties. I cannot wait to start. Mm-hmm. I, I'm just very excited about everything. Yeah. You do look at it like an excited person. I am. Yeah. I am generally very excited, and I'm too much for some people. You know, because sometimes I'm like. A box of smarties and just filled with color like orange, pink, purple, and some people are like, okay, calm down. Sure. Like chill, relax, you know. Mm-hmm. But um, yeah, that's just me. That's just me. All right, cool. So basically, we we actually want to take a little bit back. Okay. Because a lot of people, some people do not know you. Yes. They want to know and find out in terms of your your background, where you come from. You know, um, you know, you're a person that really saw yourself in the future to be an MTV base, and will see yourself being in the shoes that you are at right now. Where is Dando from? Dando is from Davidson, a township in Ekuruleni. <coughs> Excuse me. Um, I'm 25 years old and I've always known that I want to be a presenter, an actress, basically an entertainer. From a very young age, I've always been that girl who participated in everything. I did isbutra, I did hip hop dancing, I did drama at the art center. At some point, I did gambu dancing, guys. Guys, I'm really skinny for some of you who don't know how I look, but I had to wear those gamputs. They were hot. They were sticky But I was there on stage Doing the gamput dance guys Um so yeah, I've always known that I want to be in the media and entertainment industry, but it's, 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 um, it wasn't always a smooth ride, you know, like I was saying, um, earlier on, um, things were really, 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 really tough last year. I lost both my jobs. Um, I had to move back home, you know, people didn't understand that decision. And at some point I had to work, um, at a call center. Um, company and I was not happy with that either I felt like a piece of me was dying each and every day I was going into that office and I was like guys I am quitting I am leaving goodbye people were like how can you quit you don't work we're gonna get money I'm like hey 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 listen here I am <laughs> I am going to follow my dreams guys no matter how long it takes you know and I was at the MTV base um auditions last year I only made it to top 25 and I was like this year I am going back guys by fire by force they are going to see this face and before I went they actually looked at myself in the mirror and I was like Dandosa is the next MTV base VJ mm-hmm. and then I left All right cool yeah. so tell me in, in in school what did you study Ooh in high school, well, um, you know, they give you that form in grade nine that you need to tick all your subjects, you know, and I didn't know what to tick, but I saw dramatic arts. 
Mm-hmm. I ticked that first and I was like, oh, guys, what else can I take? Because I don't like thinking a lot, you know? So I was like, these other subjects, physics, biology, don't make me think. I don't like thinking, guys. So I took drama and I was like, okay, let's see what else we can take. I took um, tourism and economics. But I was so focused on dramatic arts and that's the one subject that I really excelled at. Um, yeah, and I was also in the choir practice. Um, I sang at school. I did the piano for three days because I felt like, okay, no, it's a bit too for me. I on something with boom, 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 you know? So I quit piano lessons and um yeah, so after that I decided to go to UJ. Um, I did my entrepreneurship diploma there Because I also awesome. have a huge passion for entrepreneurship awesome. So I was like, yeah, let's just see what happens Let's go with it But meet entertainment, I'm going to be there in Naganjan Okay, so it's something that's always been within you Forever, forever All right. yeah. That's really, really awesome yeah. And, and it, you never saw yourself doing anything But being within the entertainment mm-hmm. and the arts um, space Absolutely Every time I'd wake up I'd look at myself in the mirror And I would interview people I'd interview Beyonce, Rihanna, Bonang Legit, I was a presenter Like all my life I've been presenting Even though people didn't know me <laughs> Or see what I was doing But in my head and in my heart Trust me so, I was a presenter. So tell me, I mean, there's a lot of people that, I mean, as, as, as like you, I mean, people enter a lot of competitions. They see themselves, uh, whether it's, it's one of the TV channels that we know, uh, whatever the case is, where did your journey start in terms of really telling yourself that, look, I want to start actually being out there? Mm. Cause it's another thing being at home, mm. looking at the TV, mm. mimicking, mm. looking yourself in the mirror, but not doing anything about it. At what point did you start for you to, for you to take your first step and to actually apply? And and where did it go from there? My first step um was you was way back. I think I was fifteen. Um there was a competition called um the Shielding Music Fan Search. So we were looking for a presenter. I went there, I auditioned and it was so far from home. I remember we took like three taxis with the guy from next door because my mom was busy. She was like, hey, and Tando Silent was like, hey, no, I can't. So ask the guy from next door. So the guy from next door was like, okay, let's bounce. We went there, took three taxis, got to the place, was super packed. I auditioned. I made it through to the callback the next day. So I was part of the top 20. So after, after I made it to the top 20, I was like, wow, okay. So I can actually do this mm-hmm. huh. So that's when the seed was planted I was like oh, okay So whatever I've like literally I've been to every single Presenter search there's been In the country ever I've always been there in the queue somewhere Yeah yeah. Because you always. believe you believed in yes, yourself Yes and the thing like I mentioned earlier I told myself that sure. I'm a presenter So it was all in my head In your mind you know? So as soon as you think that you're something You start to create it You start to express it And then you experience it And the thing is you never know until you actually try And you know we see these kind of words On social media or on the yeah. quotes And whatever the case is But it's a different story And you have to actually apply it yes. And I always say this that You know I don't know how people read quotes whether you read quotes because you want a momentary yeah. uh, good feeling or you actually apply your mind to the point that the quote actually lives within you yeah. and you try you to carry it to every situation that you actually uh, you know encounter. So yeah. then from you applying and go all over, the, all over the country and being in the queues, what was your first winner in terms of the big step into actually being in action and representing a brand? Sure. When I got to, because um, we had auditioned at Zone 6 venue in Soweto, you know, because there's, there's different rounds. Sure. So when I got to the final round where I was with the judges and everything, everything hit me. I was like, oh my gosh, I am living my dream. And at that time, ne, I was not top anything. I was just there auditioning. But already in my heart, in my soul, I was like, yes, yeah. this is the moment. Let's do this. 
let's do this bring it so that was the moment where i was like okay you know what this is real this is legit this is personal let me go get it sure yeah and and you did mention, I think we were speaking just before the studio that you did also work at other um, TV platforms. Which TV mm-hmm, pro- mm-hmm. platforms did you work um, at? It was Planet TV and it was Redeemed Christian uh, Television. So the one was a Christian channel. So I actually yeah. read the news there. I would go every day and I would read the news and I had to look a certain way. Plus it was a Christian channel. My head had to be wrapped and all of that. But I did it because I was like, hey man. Hey, hey, it's a long way. Sure. So I need to start somewhere. So I did those jobs simultaneously. And after reading the, ju- uh, the, the news, I would go to Planet TV and do some, um, entertainment shows and some music shows. So it was, it was a great experience. Hey, it was a really, really great experience. Yeah. So would you recommend someone that is at home that is listening to the show and they want to become a, a, a presenter? Cause you know, some people think that you just go, sh- you just shoot to the straight to the top and they don't understand mm-hmm. that you need to push and to look for opportunities and look for platforms that even if you volunteer, mm-hmm. you know, it's part of the practice because by the time that you hit those, the big stages that you actually come to, mm-hmm. you at least you've got some, a little bit of practice, a little bit of experience. You know what to do because there's a lot of technicalities into uh, presenting, whether it's radio presenting, whether it's TV presenting, it's not as easy no. as it looks because no. there's a lot of it that goes into it maybe you can share some of the things that are challenging within the competition that were put forward to you that you had to practice in order for you to pass and go to the next stage because there's some people that would like to know these things yeah okay what happened is like i like i've been saying all the time that you need to prepare yourself mentally before you can actually prepare your outfit and prepare yourself physically that no i'm going to it all starts in the head so you need to tell yourself okay you know what i'm going to give this my best shot so when we got to um the Breeza Mansion, uh, top 11, everyone came in. The girls were looking so gorgeous. Like, I was like, hey, why am I feeling some type of way? Am I still straight? What's going on? You know, type of thing. But then, um, and I was a bit nervous because, you know, not every, you're not going to get along with everyone in life. Um, some people are going to be for you. Some people won't be for you. And I was just nervous because I didn't want to be getting into any unnecessary, um, conflicts. But it turns out that everyone was super, super great. Everyone was sweet. We became friends actually. And, uh, when we started the challenges, um, the one challenge that really caught me off guard had to be the radio interview and um, doing the red carpet interview as well because we didn't know who the celebrity was. So after Tehokoke told us that we're doing an interview with the celebrity, but we don't know who the person is, I literally went ham. I was like, oh my gosh, what if this person, I don't know who this person is and I don't know anything about this person. How will I improvise about someone I don't even know? I literally freaked out. And then when I realized it was Pearl Two, so I was like, God, that's you. I know it's you. (laughs) (laughs) And then, yeah, the radio interview basically was, it was just about, um, what I learned about the radio interview is that if there's something that you don't understand, you need to ask. Don't talk like you know, don't act like you know, because that's when you're going to look like an idiot. You know, you need to ask if there's a word that you don't understand and now you're throwing words at me. I must ask, excuse me, my brother, um, what does this word mean? So I know how to answer it, you know, but also just you really, really, really need to be yourself. You honestly need to be yourself because you cannot be someone else because you're going to forget. Then the real you is going to come out. Then we're going to be like, ha, Gandhi, this is you. Oh my gosh, no. You know, so yeah, just just be yourself and just mentally prepare yourself for everything and then you'll come out. You know what you're mentioning about, you know, you're going to forget yourself. There's Mm. a lot of people that think that when you go on air or whether you're on radio, whether you're on television, you need to put on an act. 
And it's not something that is really wise, you know. You can practice to speak like some of the people that we know or hear on TV, on radio, or we hear them saying whatever the case is. But mm-hmm. trust me, that's not you. Mm-hmm. You gotta be able to find yourself, your original self that you can sell, yeah. that can win you these competitions. Because some people think that you know you can just practice to speak like undando. Smang mang, yeah. And if I go That's there, the it's going to be the same thing. thing. You know you what I mean? Because you need to keep yeah. up this act. You need to keep it up. I mean, Yo. it can be so tiring. Mm-mm, so much work. Imagine you get what sounding I'm like saying? someone else. Oh, <laughs> what? Oh, no, 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 no. Yeah, but anyway, thank you so much for sharing that. We're going to actually put uh, um, include you again into the show later on. Awesome. But I just want to move you across to um, DJ Venom. Venom, ZM, Venom, whatever that you can call him. Um, DJ Venom is my homie. Um, all the way from Pretoria right now, but he's going to share exactly where he is from and, you know, his journey basically within the field and space which he's in. I'm not going to say anything, but I'm going to allow him to say everything else. My, my brother, DJ Venom, what's up? I'm easy, bro. What's going on? Are you good? Can you hear me clearly on the, on the, on the, on yeah, the ears? Loud and clear. Awesome. How are you doing? I'm good. I'm yeah, good. yeah? I'm good. You know. The day has come. Yeah, finally, man. I've been bothering you for this one. Yeah. Yeah. Look man, it, it's a great privilege to have you on radio And to be on the show And it's one of the things that for me I think it's an achievement Because you're one of the homies that I've been Working with within this space for I think a few years now Yeah, it's been a minute Yeah man, we, we want to know exactly In terms of uh, DJ Venom Because it's a name, I mean you're doing some great work my brother I mean, I'm not saying this because I'm being biased Because I know you yeah. But it's something that I do observe I mean, I, as I observe any other person That's within the space That's doing really outstanding stuff And, and on the show We do uh, speak to people That are doing great work And notable work And work that when people see They can be inspired yeah. And you're one of those people That I really believe That are really are a force to be reckoned with And even that some of the people Within the industry Are getting shaken about it Even <laughs> if they won't admit it So <laughs> yeah, where is Venom from? Um, originally I'm from Zambia um, Born and bred in Zambia uh, Went to school there But grew up this side So yeah mm-hmm. oh. Yeah that's, and, that's, and That's Venom Venom um, Am I talking about Venom as the artist or Both Venom We want to know DJ Venom As the artist And as a person um, Yeah that's 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 Venom as a person As an artist um, I started DJing in 2012 Um uh, uh, a friend of mine A cousin of mine Was a DJ And He basically put me Into the scene And After that um, I was mentored By his boss Whose name was DJ Poison And that's how The Venom came about So yeah Yeah And you came You came to South Africa Which year? Um, well I was in South Africa Every year Okay Until I matriculated Then I was here Permanently Sure So basically I went to boarding school In Zambia And then yeah, home's always been here. And in terms of the DJing thing, where did it? St- where did I mean? Is it something that you grew up with, or you're a person that loved music growing up? Um, I always loved music. My mom always thought I'd be a rapper. So, <laughs> yeah. Then what happened to that? Um, you never know. Might still come back. Oh yeah, I might come back to haunt the rappers. That's awesome. Yeah. And I think you've you've dropped two singles already. Um, yeah, yeah, we dropped something with uh, Chad the Don Don and Focalistic mm-hmm. this year. Yeah. So uh, we just shot to Fede. Um, it's gonna drop soon. Yeah, yeah, excited for that one. All right, cool. I mean, if I can remember clearly, I mean, to those even if you're listening and you you can you can share the same sentiments. Um, I know you back then when you were still rocking the the days of Stones Marvel and Hatfield yeah. in Pretoria. I still I still do Stones Marvel though. But yeah. 
Yeah, I mean Stone Stones Hatfield, right? Hatfield, yeah. Did I say it's Melville? It's, yeah, you said Melville. Oh, yeah. my bad, my bad. <laughs> yeah, man, you were shaking things up, and I think that's where um, I'm not sure you can actually correct. Is that way in terms of your DJing career actually starting pick picking up? Um, around that time, yeah, safe, mm-hmm. it's safe to say, yeah. Um, I started off at Zanzu, so okay, moved from Zanzu to Stones, and then. Um, Stones finally closed and I stopped the residencies and just started hustling. So yeah. Yeah. Now tell me, you know, what you, what you mentioning where you said, um, you stopped the residencies and then you went, you, you started hustling. I mean, a lot of people are, are wanting to be DJs, but you know, they do not do the research properly. What yeah. are some of the challenges in terms of, especially you started in the days when DJing was really a hard game? Yeah. It's not like how it is now. Yeah, now everyone's a DJ. You get so. what I'm saying? Yeah. So, I mean, as someone that started back then, what are some of the challenges that you faced yourself and how did you overcome them as a DJ? I mean, you, I mean start trying to get your name out there, trying to get yourself, you know, being known by the people. Um, first challenge is, is getting the bookings. Um, you know, like there's so many, um, promoters and whatnot around that want to book us, but don't want to pay us. And it's still a struggle. I know a lot of us are facing till today. So yeah, it's not a walk in the park, man. You, you have to build a brand and whatnot. And I'm learning every day as I go step by step. We, we trying to get there, but so far so good, I guess. Yeah. Alright, that's awesome. I mean, uh, one of the things that, um, you know, people would like to know, I mean, you're a DJ. There's a lot of hip hop DJs. Yeah. Um, a lot, a lot of them. In terms of yourself, what is it that is different about yourself compared to any other hip hop DJ? Uh, I'm creative. I, I don't, I don't play to be safe. I play to entertain people and to express my talent so that you hear what I'm about. So. Yeah, man. Yo, man, I can actually attest to that. <laughs> if, if you hear this guy, Dando, if you hear him play on the decks, I don't know. He's like, a, there's like magic in his fingers, you know. <laughs> and I think it has come with experience, you know what I mean? Yeah. And I think as a DJ, you always have to be creative, not play the same thing, you know, always. But he's on another level to the wow. point that, I mean, some of the videos that he's posted on, on social media, uh, yes, they've gone viral. And, and he's one of those guys that really, you know, know what they do. Do you, any, do you know anything about DJing? Well, there was a moment in my life <laughs> <laughs> yeah. when I was trying to learn how to be on the ones and twos, you know. Mm-hmm. But um, yeah, I still do want to try. Hopefully, you can teach me um, so I can also be there. But I know it's not that easy because there's a lot of buttons there, and you know, like my mind, like it cannot, you know. Sure. There's too much information. Well, you're the new VJ search winner, so I think it's gonna compliment if you do know a couple of things along those lines. Yeah. Yeah. I think I need to speak to him after the show so we can organize something. Most definitely. Hello. That's a beautiful thing. <laughs> this is all about. You always connect and try to see how yes. you can move forward together. Yes, yes, yes. That's how we grow, hey? Yeah. Yeah. Alright, cool. Let me go back to DJ Venom. Uh, Mr. Venom, when you, I mean, from, from leaving, being a resident, and wanting to hustle on your own, cause, you know, when you're a resident, there's a little bit of a security, that you yeah. know, there's certain things that you, you know that you won't have to worry about as opposed to when you're on your own. And when you're on your own, it's like being an entrepreneur. You need to hustle almost every day because you don't know what tomorrow may hold. 100. And, um, you know, your hustle determines what the future would hold in terms of your income yeah. and looking after yourself and looking after your bills, et cetera, et cetera. Yourself in terms of taking that major step to, to hustle for yourself. Yeah. Um, how did that go from that moment? 
Uh, it was hectic. Yeah, it's 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 been a long journey. It was hectic, man. Um, yeah. <laughs> Look, let me tell Tough you something. Times. Let Tough me tell time. you something. Yeah. One of the things that we always interested in is the is the is the shortcomings, yeah. the challenges. Yeah. Where you actually slept without eating anything, or you slept drinking water. Yeah. Those are, those are the things that people want to hear because. We, we live in such a glamorized, I mean, um, glamorized world. Things is such a facade. Everything is so perfect, but people don't hear the actual real talk and real things that people experience on their way up to where they are today. To yeah. yourself, Venom, what were some of those things? Um, you know, I, 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 I stayed at a commune, um, a very, very rough commune. We used to like sleep on the floor and all that. Um, yeah, tough times. When it would rain and your hand is like over the bed, you're definitely in the water. <laughs> um, yeah, man. Yeah? It's, it's, it's things I'd like to forget, but it's my history, so. Uh huh. Yeah. Alright. what it is, but yeah. What, what? We used to eat once a day. Yeah. Bread and, 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 and beans or something like that. <laughs> yeah. Yeah, tough times. Oh my goodness. Are you serious? Yeah, bro. Yo, 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 that's tough, eh? That was bad. And how much, how much were you earning back then? I mean, I'm sure it's, it's a crazy low amount compared to what you, what you're getting now. You, you don't have to mention in terms like, of, like, but guaranteed 150 rand a week that was supposed to get me by. And you I was lived supposed off, to pay rent as well. And you lived off that? We, we made you. <laughs> yo, that's really tough, eh? We made you. And in terms of getting gigs, how, how challenging was it to, to, in order for you to, to get gigs and to it's you know, still challenging. It's a lot of perseverance. Um, I know I irritate a lot of promoters because I'm always in their ears and saying, "Hey, bro, Saturday, are we on? Please put me on." And but it's it's something we got to do until they call us. So. Sure. Mm. All right, cool. I mean, I'm sure in terms of you being in that phase, uh, things got a little bit more better as time went by. And, yeah. you know, you, you know, there's certain things that you learn, certain ways of hustling. I, lo- I mean, you change your strategy, whatever the case is. At what point for you did you feel, you know what, moving from that time where you were sleeping in water and eating beans and earning 150 rand a week? Yeah. What was that point where you moved a level higher? Um, and it was probably like, I was in that situation for maybe a year and a half. Mm-hmm. Um, and then what happened? Um, I got a homecoming Africa gig, a homecoming picnic that time. Sure. And yeah, our booking started coming in after that. So we praise the Lord. Shout out to Katleo Malaji and Neomuela actually. That's awesome. For the put on. That's awesome. Yeah. And in terms of some of the support, cause I know that support is always important. I mean, whether it's friends, it's family friends, it's people that you've grown to know as brothers and sisters. Yeah. Um, how was that in terms of your, in, at, the, at those stages? Well, when I started DJing, um, I got kicked out of the house. Hence the suffering. Um, my brother was very supportive. My sisters were very supportive. Um, a few friends also helped me out now and then. Mm-hmm. Yeah. All right, cool. Which is very interesting because I mean, we, we're in the space of um, meter and entertainment, something that uh, the black households don't really regard as something that one can actually have make a living out of. In yeah. terms of yourself and Dando, what were some of the challenges? Did, was your family always supportive or they were like, you know what? What is this that you're doing? I was lucky to have a mom that was there all the time. Even mm-hmm. when I quit my job, I told her, I was like, Mama, listen, I, I, no, this thing is not really working out for me. Plus for me, it's worse because now I have a son. Do you understand? So there's an extra mouth to feed. Mm-hmm. And I told my mom, I was like, Mom, 
I'm going to be fine. Just not now, not yet. And I need to push. I'm sure. going to need your help. She was like, okay, come back home. And then let's see how we do it. So I need money for petrol, for cab, anything. I spoke to her and she... She and was, she was there. Supporting. And now that I won, she's like, you. She's like, I don't even know how I'm going to go to the office and work now. I'm so happy. I feel like quitting. I'm like, no, <laughs> we're not there yet. <laughs> yeah, yeah, yeah. Yeah. I mean, it's always a beautiful thing to see your, your daughter, your son coming back home and being able to help at home yeah. or to do those small things that, you know, that show that, you know what, I've, I've, I've reached a certain level that I can give back home and make yeah. you happy. Yeah. And, and I'm sure the rest of your family, even the haters, some of the haters back home, how are you responding to that now? Like this. <laughs> yeah. That's me right now. And actually the thing is, I don't really talk about haters. I don't believe in haters because when someone gets heart palpitations and stomach ulcers because someone else is succeeding, that's a, an illness. That's a serious illness. Like when I pray, I literally dedicate like five seconds to those people because they need healing. Jeez. They need to do some self searching to find out exactly what is it about me that is making me not be happy for that person. Mm-hmm. Yeah. In terms of speaking on the same note, in terms of haters, mm. venom. What is your mechanism to deal with your haters and those who are looking down on you when they see you move forward and they're hating on you, whether they deny you gigs or they say anything uh, bad? Uh, I'm John Cena to the haters. No. <laughs> yeah? Yeah, I'm John Cena to the haters. It it, it doesn't bother me. I'm, I'm more bothered by people I know and people who I thought were my friends that end up uh, screwing me over. But away from that, I don't, I don't care about haters. I don't believe I have haters anyway. Sure. Just a few evil people around me, but yeah. That's your, that's your positive mindset speaking for you right there. Yeah. And what is it that that keeps you going every single day? What are some of the motivating things that, uh, I mean, motivating principles that you instill in yourself to make sure that you stay motivated even if things are looking bad? Money, bro. (laughs) Yeah. Can you unpack that? Money motivates me. I just, I want to make enough money to be comfortable in life and not have to worry about what I'm going to eat the next day. Mm-hmm. So until I get there, I have to keep working. Sure. Yeah. All right, cool. So now in terms of um 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 your next level. Yeah. What is it that people can expect from DJ Venom? Um, and you know, you can mention some of the things that you're doing currently that are outstanding, you know, some of the plans, you know, you've got followers, you're a celebrity now. Nah, you not know, yet. you've been <laughs> Not yet. Yeah. Um music, more music. Um, I won't say what type of music and with who, but more music. Uh, we've, we've done a lot of tracks already. Um, I'm looking forward to Focalistic. I hope you guys watch Focalistic. We, we working. I'm, 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 I'm working with Focus. So there's that coming. Uh, my birthday party in December. It's going to be something different this year. Um, we've been doing the club, so we're trying to get away from it. And since I've said it, I might as well drop a poster this week or something. But yeah, my birthday party. You guys have to look out for my birthday party. Then late December, we're in Cape Town. So everybody come to Cape Town. Yeah. We're turning up. That's awesome. Yeah. And for you, Ndando, the new VJ, MT, I mean, MTV-based VJ search winner. I mean, what are some of the... How, how are you feeling? I mean... <laughs> I know I asked you this question, but I mean, it, it, I mean, you, you said earlier on that it hasn't sunk in. Yeah. You know, and you're still waiting for some of the activities to actually take place. Yes. For you, what is it that you're looking forward to as the new winner? 
I'm looking forward to so much. The parties, the people, the lifestyle. <laughs> <laughs> I'm looking forward to so much, man. Ah, I mean, the, there's a, there's already so much that's scheduled. You know, the people I'm working with already like, okay, today we're doing this. Tomorrow, next week is that. I'm like, oh lord, this is not my life anymore. Oh gosh, what's happening? But I'm very excited. I actually cannot wait to be in people's faces. Yeah, because yes. we're gonna be seeing your face <laughs> almost every single day. Yes, and people yes. gotta get that. Yes, and you they know what? Need to understand that I'm coming. Yes, yes, and I and I know you're gonna do such a good job of it. Thank you. Yeah, thank you so much. Now, in terms of the transition from being the normal person that you regarded yourself as, yeah, to being a person that you know every camera, everywhere you go, people want your a piece of you. Yo. how are you going to adjust into that? The thing with me, as I mentioned to you earlier, that I've just started learning how to meditate and to breathe and whatever. So all of that is really helping me with staying in tune with who I am and and what I'm about. You know, as long as I'm grounded in that fact, I feel like everything else will just happen around me, you know. But as soon as I get distracted and then everything just goes to my head, then I think there's a possibility for for me to mess up there. But as as, as soon as I I stay grounded and and I remember who I am and why I entered for this competition and why I won and who I'm doing this for, then oh man, everything else is just going to be a breeze. Mm-hmm. Yeah. All right, cool. Now, in terms of um, you spoke about a little bit about being a person that is also um, has uh, certain skills or went to study entrepreneurship. Mm-hmm. Are you are you looking at pursuing any anything of uh, of that sort in the future? Oh. Definitely, 100%. Probably not even starting something from scratch and building it up. Probably investing into something or buying a, a company or something like that. But that's definitely something that is on the horizon. It's just that now I just want to focus on this newly mm-hmm. appointed opportunity. <laughs> Yo, man, do you know how many people want to be in your shoes right now? Dude. They envy you so much. I envy you. Really? <laughs> you see, one is right next to you. It's, 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 it's super amazing. Like I, I mentioned it earlier and yesterday that I feel like someone is just gonna come to me and say, Ha siadala, you you think you you know, it hasn't really like oh, Yeah, it's super amazing. Actually, I don't even know how to say, hey. Now in terms of going forward and stuff mm-hmm. and all of that, I wanna actually ask Venom this question. Uh Venom, in terms of some of the people that you've looked at as role models and looked up to, uh who are some of those people? In terms of within within your personal space, in terms of as a person, to make sure that you're grounded and you you do the right things to to push your hustle, and yeah. also within the DJing space, maybe someone that you've always looked up to, someone that you've seen yourself being like. Um, personal space. I look up to my brother, man. Uh, he was he was he was naughty when he was a kid, and how he transitioned and matured and became a better man really inspires me to be a better person. Um, in the industry, I look up to people like, um, Dimples, cause, um, when, when they started doing what we're doing, there was no hip hop in this country per se. It was, it was a small thing and, and they basically, um, what's the word? They, 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 they built the bridge for us to cross over and do what we're doing now. So I look up to people like Dimples, um, Black coffee is on another level, you know. Uh Euphonics, um, Fresh, uh, and the people behind the scenes like um your T Lees, you know, uh your Greg Nates and whatnot. Like those are the people that inspire me because they put in the work and yeah, they like this about it. But 
Awesome. Yeah. Now the thing is, um, if if I can, if you can allow me to just uh, speak a little bit more, um, you find that within the the house music space, yeah, there's a lot of more relativeness in terms of other countries. Like we see Black Coffee going to different parts yeah. of the world. I mean, he plays house music. People can relate to him. Yeah. In terms of hip hop, because mm-hmm. I know the US is obviously the the you know the the capital of yeah. everything. <laughs> you know what I mean? But as 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 a South African DJ. How possible is it for a South African DJ to be able to relate and to entertain in other countries, whether you go to Spain, you go to Australia, you go to Russia, Europe, um, whatever? It's 100% possible. Um, house, is, house is a different sound mm-hmm. that the world's not used to, and they're only adapting to it now, and that's why it's so easy for house to get where it's going. Um, hip-hop is a sound we've known for a while. Uh, but now I know in Ibiza and whatnot, there's more hip hop sets and it's growing. So all we have to do is keep pushing so that we can get to those stages. But hip hop is growing. Um, international hip hop and your local hip hop because you can see what your nasty C's and whatnot are doing. So yeah, I thought DJs can take over. I, I've heard a few rumors about some DJs that are doing things next year. Yeah. Abroad. So let's, we'll see. let's not say anything that they don't want us to hear. Yeah, yeah, yeah. <laughs> it's, it's rumors, so I haven't even spoken to them. Sure. Yeah. All right. In terms of your comment, in terms of the hip hop culture in South Africa, um, as a hip hop DJ, yeah. what's your, what's your take in that? I mean, are we going the right direction? Is it being stagnant? Are we repeating the same thing? Um, what is it like? We're repeating the same thing. Over and over again There's so many new dope artists out there And, and they're not getting the the clout and That they deserve mm-hmm. And all we do is keep listening to No offense but like We know what AKA has to offer And we know sure. he's dope But mm-hmm. what about your big hashes That are behind the scenes That are trying to get there mm-hmm. um, Industry needs to open up man Whoever's Whoever's got the keys to the gate it's to unlock those yeah those gates because look look I I feel that you know this is a personal observation yeah I feel like everything revolves around the same people mm-hmm. it's like a, a monopoly hundred percent and and unfortunately and, true and and it's it's like it's pretty hard to actually break that and you know it as you said it's it's locking a lot of young artists and upcoming artists outside that are very talented that deserve to have an opportunity 100% and have you ever felt like that to be one of those people that are being you know yeah every now and then i used to tweet about it but i'm cool not anymore yeah apparently apparently i i i tweet my feels too much (laughs) i'm trying to stay away from it yeah yeah so people have actually complained about that yeah i was told i was i was in bloomfontein on sunday Mm. um after makufi and some homie came to me he was lit he's like yeah stop with that fake deep stuff on twitter (laughs) yeah but those are some those are some of the things that you're trying to voice yourself out and yeah. to to make statements and for people to be aware that's your way we of expressing trying, yourself yeah. right it's the only way i can express myself it's either that or i should come on to instagram live or something like that or you become a rapper yeah i think i think the rapper way is the way to go mm-hmm. i think i should just put it out of music yeah. you did say at an early age your mom said you, you i mean expecting to be a rapper yeah maybe you should actually uh we'll pursue that nah? we'll see how it goes all right for, for now in terms of you and dando yes um you know every area and space of work has its own politics 
And um, as I just said That within the hip hop space Whether it's an artist It's a DJ Whether it's events Trying to get gigs I mean My observation As I said These are my My, my observations I feel like it's, it's a monopoly And you have to be Within a clique In order for you To taste The good food mm. In terms of your Pursuing and becoming A presenter mm. Did you experience Any of these things In terms of being Locked outside Or feeling like You're knocking but you're not knocking hard enough because either the door is too tall or it's too strong or someone is just holding it on the other side. They don't want you to open it. The thing with me is I've never felt that anyone was holding the door too tight or the door was too high or whatnot. For me, it was always a thing of timing. Sure. I just always told myself that it will happen. I just don't know when or how, but it will happen, you know. So that just means I just need to be persistent with what I want and keep going, you know. And you've, if you've got enough passion for what you do, you will not give up. You will not give up. Trust me, you will keep knocking. I don't have that much experience in the in the industry to know that you need to be part of a particular clique or not. But um, all I know is that, hey, dude, if, if, if you're meant to do something, if you want to do something as badly as you say you want to do it, you will find a way. Awesome. Yeah. And now tell me, in terms of yourself, what is it that you want people to learn from you as as a VJ um, MTV based VJ search winner And as I mean Obviously you serving your tenure Until they're going to look For the next one mm-hmm. What is it that you want People to remember you for And what is your <laughs> legacy That you want to leave behind You when you say legacy Oh my goodness Sounds so deep But um, the thing must be deep. <laughs> you, you must understand that You know The, the platform that you're at mm-hmm. Every single person That sees themselves As a presenter mm. They see themselves Where you are right now mm. So where you are Is something that you A, a footprint of Ndando yes. needs to be left behind. Yes. And what is that? The thing with me is I always say proudly that I'm from Davidson. Like always, whenever people ask me, who's Danasa Mantana? So it's a girl from Davidson. So Davidson is probably like the fifth word I say in my sentence because I want people to know where I'm from. I'm not from any lavish place, you know. Um, I come from a simple four room house. So I want people to know people who are from shacks, people who are from two room houses, people are from dusty streets. You should not make your circumstances I mean, you should not be a victim of your circumstances, rather. Awesome. Yeah. You know, it doesn't matter where you're from, but all that should push you is where you want to be mm-hmm. and how badly you want it. You know, like I've been repeating this over and over and over again. It's all in the mind. You honestly need to, to change your mindset. If you're thinking, you're sitting, you're sitting at home now and you're listening to me and you're thinking, ah, oh, I'm never going to get there because of one, two, three, four. Trust me, you won't. If that's what you keep telling yourself that you won't get there, you will not get there, my brother or my sister. So you need to tell yourself with, hey, baba, I am there. Mm-hmm. Come blood, sweat, tears, whatever. I am going to get there. And the way I used to hate people who used to motivate me. Oh, I'd be like, oh, keep quiet. I don't want to hear you anymore. You know, but yeah. now that I'm here, I'm like, guys, you honestly need to change your mindset and just keep going. Whatever happens, just keep going. So that's what I want to leave behind. I want people to know that no matter what happens in your life, no matter how bad things are, you need to keep going. Are you planning to go visit your old schools, your old, um, I don't know, whatever? Yes! Mm-hmm. Yes! I so want to do that. I want to go visit my school, um, Liverpool Secondary School, Actonville Primary School. I'm so going to do that. Sure. And I also wanted to start a after school uh, performing arts program um, for the schools in my hood. Because when I was growing up, we had a lot of those happening, but now there's none of that. And people are just turning into 
crime and to all of those unnecessary stuff that they shouldn't be doing. So I just want to bring that back. I want the, the, the young ones in my hood to have ambition, to have goals and to have drive. And I feel like having this after school program, uh, perform, performing arts is really going to help them a lot. So I really want to do that. And that is greatly needed because there's a lot of actually kids that are in the townships that are very talented and that can actually make it within this industry. I mean, yeah. um, it's just that there's a lack of information, a lack of, you know, giving back from, from, I know that there's a lot of artists that do give back, mm. but it's just obviously, Whoever can and mm. and is it at the, at the platform and mm. they can be able to go back. Yeah. It's always always it can make a difference. I really 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 do want to because the art center is at one focal point and not everyone sure. can get to that point. You know, people have buses and transport. Because I literally went to the one school and I was like, guys, I want to do one two three, and they were like, yo, the kids leave at two o'clock and the bus is gonna leave them. I was like, for real. So I cannot have my after school program here because the bus is gonna leave them. Can we not organize for the bus to come an hour later? Sure. Do you understand? Yeah. So I'm really, really gonna push for that to happen. I want to do it with all my might. Awesome. Yeah. Alright. Coming back to Venom. My brother. Sure. In terms of yourself and uh, being a DJ, you know, um, you know, you're still hustling. You still see yourself being at the next level, doing great things. What is it that you want people to remember you for? What are some of the things that you, you wish to do, um, you know, that are gonna, you know, put a footprint that you know, when people remember DJ Venom, one day maybe you decide to put down the the, the head, headsets. Yeah. What are some of those things? Um, first of all, I'll probably only put the headsets off if I go deaf. Wow. Um, God forbid. Wow. Um, <laughs> <laughs> You're all right. Though. Yeah. Um, the music, man. Um, I want the music to live on forever. Away from that, I wanna, I wanna build artists. That's that's a dream of mine. If I could start a record label one day. Um, praise the Lord. So yeah, I wanna, I wanna build artists, uh, because like I said, there's so much hidden talent around that people don't wanna open gates for. So I, I, I need to be a bouncer and open that door. Yeah. Yeah. All right, cool. That's great. And do you plan to visit, uh, maybe to do something, anything within the music space, um, back at home? Yeah. Um, I'm, I'm researching. I'm listening to what's going on. Um, the sounds, a bit not very different from here actually yeah um but we'll see how we can infuse everything mm-hmm. uh, i also want to start doing events again it's just very tedious and stressful but we'll see we might yeah. do something big in zambia or all right we might do something big in pretoria all right we'll seeing as you you've released um um, um two projects right yeah, yeah what are those projects again uh makasana to santon and fede sure both with Chad the Don and Focalistic, both produced by uh, the homie Air D Global. Mm-hmm. Yeah. All right, cool. And, and some of the people that you wish to maybe uh, collaborate in, in future in in terms of music? Um, locally? Yes, locally. Locally, um, Ricky, Anati, um, A. Reese. I'm speaking all this into into. into you must speak it, my yeah. brother. Yeah. Um, A. Reese, uh, Nasty C. Um, I've got something with Echo, so that's cool. Um, who else am I trying to work with? 25k. I'm trying to work with Team Mosha. Really? Yeah. Team Mosha? Yeah. Within? I've, I've got a crazy idea for Team Mosha, but we'll see. They, they're house music producers, right? Yeah. Why house music? You'll see. Yeah? <laughs> hey, I don't want to make I'm, you say I'm, things that I'm you already, I'm already speaking to Shuffle, so we'll mm-hmm. see how it goes. That's very interesting. Yeah. And very interesting, in, interestingly so. My goodness, English. <laughs> <laughs> you know, it's, it's funny that you find that, um, hip hop artists. Yeah. Being featured within house music 
genre. Yeah. I mean, in terms of that, what's your feel in terms of that? Is it a good thing? Is it a bad thing? Is it something that should be done once off, not um, in a regular? Man, if it works, it works. It's it's music at the end of the day. It yeah. doesn't have to be hip hop or house. Sure. Or gom or whatever it is. Like music is music. So if you can put three different artists from three different genres on one sound, sure. that's great. All right. Yeah, that's that's my take on it. That's awesome. Now I do know. I mean, my Instagram right now. There's people that are, I, some of them I I don't think that I follow them. I know that yeah. means they are your fans. I hope so. What are some of the things that you want to send a shout out there? Because I mean, the fans, the people out there are who make who we are within the media space. We need to respect that. We need to respect the people that yeah. follow us and support our work and our craft. Yeah. What are some of the words that you want to say to your people out there? Um. Thank you for all the support. Thank you for for vibing with us when when we play. Thank you for dancing to our music. Um, if you haven't bought, please go out and buy the music. Thank you to those who bought the music. Um, yeah, thanks for all the support and chase your dreams. Don't ever be scared to chase your dreams. You never know what's on the other side of the door. So. Awesome. The weekend is upon us, yeah. and I'm sure people want to know where DJ Venom is going to be rocking, and maybe some of the people want to hear you play your fantastic sets. Yeah. Where are you at this weekend? Um, I'm in Medran on Friday and Stones Marvel. Um, Saturday, I've actually got a chilled weekend. Yeah. Saturday. Um, where am I? Saturday. I'm at Moloko. I'm at Moloko Pretoria. Um, I'm gonna go watch Nasty C on Saturday. Um, I know his shows on Saturday. Sunday, I'm at Onyx. Um, there's one more gig I'm missing in my mind. And that's I a chilled weekend. <laughs> <laughs> yeah, yeah, it really is chill. Like, sure. It's very chill. Alright, cool. Thank you so much, VZ. And in terms of people catching you, just, uh, you can share uh, some of your social media platforms. Where can Facebook, people catch you? Facebook, DJ Venom. Um, Instagram and Twitter, VenomZM, at VenomZM, V-E-N-O-M-Z-M. Sure. Yeah. Alright, cool. And moving along to the beautiful lady that's in the studio that's busy, I mean, admiring herself on the phone. <laughs> yeah, the new 2018 did I say that right? 2018, right? Yes, 2018. MTV-based VJ Search winner. Yeah, boy. That isn't me. Yeah. Yeah. Can you just tell us in terms of your future endeavors, where can people catch you? What is the exciting stuff that you can look forward to that you can mention? Because some of it you can't. Obviously, it's under wraps. You it's a know? surprise. But some of the things that are within reach that yeah. can pe- people can, can, can look out for. All right. Firstly, what people can do is follow me on social media, Instagram, as well as Twitter and Facebook. Yeah. Um, N. That's Twitter and Instagram. Sure. And Facebook, I'm Andose Ntonse Nkabinde. And then people need to tune into the channel. Head on over to MTV Base Channel 322 and you shall see this face pop. Beautiful yes. thing. <laughs> you know, Ndando, I just want to mention something before I close off. Yeah. The beautiful thing, you said that you're a normal girl that comes from a four-room house. Yes. I really, really find so much inspiration in that. Yeah. Because... There's always that perception that in order for you to win, to be a TV presenter or anything in this high level thing is, you have to be a, either a sleigh queen, you have to be yellow bone. <laughs> yeah. You're not a yellow bone. I'm caramel and gold. And you're damn sure. beautiful. <laughs> you get what I'm saying? But I find so much inspiration because that means you come from Mecca. You said Daviton, yes, right? Daviton, yeah. Yeah. And I'm sure you flying the Daviton flag very high. Yeah. Extremely high. Congratulations no on you so your much. achievement. Thank you. And I wish you all the best. Thank you so much for coming through into the Unplugged and In Charge radio show. Thank you, DJ Venom. 
Yes. I've had an awesome, awesome time. I really thank appreciate you, you guys. And thank you so much for sharing your stories and really telling the people out there in terms of what are you guys really all about and yeah. some of your shortcomings, some of your inspirations, people that you look up to. Thank you. Thank you very much. Thank you. Yeah. This is your boy, Small Cruzy. Thank you so much to everybody that has been tuning in. Shout out to everybody that's on Twitter. Shout out to everybody that is on Instagram that is tuned in on Instagram live. Shout out to everybody that is supportive. Thank you so much. And I really, really appreciate it. And as I say, there are a lot of exciting things that I'm going to be sharing with you over the past next two uh, couple of weeks that are happening within my space. As a DJ, there's a couple of uh, an outdoor pool party that's coming up uh, so very soon. I'll be sharing some information. There's a birthday from where I work every single weekend. Um, my residency at Moloko, we're gonna be, we're gonna be doing some exciting stuff. Look out for that. That's where I'm at actually over the weekend: Friday, Saturday, Sunday. Fabulous Friday, Saturday, and Sunday. Catch me out at Moloko um, Pretoria. That's in Pretoria uh, this weekend. But thank you so much. You can follow me on social. Media, it's at Smokuzi um, on Twitter and Instagram, DJ Smokuzi on Facebook. Thank you very much. This is myself signing out. Until next week, same time, same place, Thursday, 11 to 12, 11 a.m. to 12 p.m. on cliffcentral.com. This is cliffcentral.com.